Well, good morning, everybody. Have a, have a good crowd this morning. I want to welcome everybody here in church and welcome uh, those that are on Facebook Live. And before we get started with, with the announcements, Miss DJ Hayes has something to say to y'all. Okay, I just want to uh, give you guys an update on where we are with Operation Christmas Child. Um, I want to do a quick mission reminder for Operation Christmas Child. The mission is to provide love in a tangible way to children in need around the world, together with the local church worldwide, to share the good news of Jesus Christ. That is why we concentrate on this mission so much as this church. We want to spread the good news of Jesus Christ around the world. Amen. And um, so I want to remind you guys, our next crafting day is going to be September 19th. As of this weekend, we are officially two months away from our packing party. Our packing party is two weeks earlier than we're used to. So we're all going to need to step it up a little bit because of National Selection Week, which we are going to be heavily involved in. We have to move it up. So we are trying to step up selections as much as possible. Um, our packing party is officially on November 8th at 6 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. We are working on social distancing um, guidelines that we're going to follow before the packing party. So we're going to be really spread out while we pack, so it's going to be safer for everyone. Um, school supplies. We still need lots of school supplies. As we move into September, they will get marked down in the stores. Keep your eyes open for that and snatch up those deals if you can. We're also collecting the wow items, the big toy items, the soccer balls with the pumps, the baby dolls, Barbie dolls, musical instruments, um, games, small puzzles, things like that. We're trying to get as many of those as we can. The more stuff we collect now, the more boxes we will pack in the end. Our ultimate goal for boxes is not as high. It's, it's 150. It's only five more than we packed last year. I think we can do it. We can get there. Um, and... The last thing I have is just a quick video to remind you guys of what can be packed, what cannot be packed. We're very familiar with the rules, but I want to remind everybody. And with that, we'll watch the video, and then Rocky will give us the rest of the announcements. Can this be packed? It's time for a rapid-fire round of Can It Go? Scissors, yes. Razors, no. Lipstick, yes. As long as it isn't liquid such as lip gloss. Tears, yes. However, these are best for children in the 10 to 14 age category. The only tools that can't be included are saws and knives. Candy, no. Chewing gum, no. Toothpaste, no. Stuffed animals, yes. Candles, yes. Matches, no. No types of fire starters are allowed. Mirrors, Close like a compact mirror. Glass? No. Superheroes? Yes. Camouflage items? If the child can wear or use the items without looking like a soldier, they are okay to include in your shoe box gift. Bright or colored camouflage is safe as are pencils, wallets, or socks. Saws and knives? Or multi tools with knives? No. No kind of knives except butter knives. Squirt guns. These can be included as long as they do not look like real guns. Food? No. Batteries? Yes. But if they are loose, 
covered both ends with tape. Tape goes, or glue bottles. No, both of these items are liquid and can't be included in your shoebox gift. However, dry paint sets, such as watercolors or glue sticks, are okay to pack. Remember, always refer to our official inappropriate items list at SamaritansFirst.org slash ATC when sharing whether something can or cannot be packed in a shoebox gift. When sharing what not to pack, stick to the guideline, not personal preference, and no shoebox stains. Our official list is no candy, toothpaste, gum, used or damaged items, war-related items, shoes, food, liquids or lotions, medications or vitamins, breakable items or glass, or aerosol cans. To see what to pack instead, check out our gift suggestions by age and gender at SamaritansFirst.org slash ATC. Thanks, Miss CJ. Appreciate that.
the line. 
God, and He is in control. if you would, to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. A little bit of a background here. Paul is in prison. Second Timothy is believed to be his last word. And so chapter 4 being the end of the book would be his last words in his letter, so to speak. Timothy. He's 
looking at this passage, and can you agree with me that nothing within Scripture that isn't from Jesus? And I find it kind of odd a little bit that the last thing that Paul writes in the last section that he's looking at, and that'll be the, the main part of my passage, but I can't get there without going through the, the first couple of sections and setting the stage, so to speak, is a list of people. Paul ends this whole thing with his last words penned in Scripture of a list of people. But before we get there, I want to talk to you a little bit about the first two sections. When we think back a lot, as I do, that's ironic, we're having communion today, and I was told we're doing it with the, with the little uh, cup and wafer on top, and as I was standing there thinking, okay, the last time I used this for communion, where was it? Now, I wasn't in, in combat in Afghanistan, ironically, it was Fort Irwin in California, we're, we're about to, yeah, well, I, you, you don't know what I was about to say, but we're about to jump in the box. And for those of you that don't know, the box is this large area, probably about the size of Hood itself, or a little larger that the uh, Army uses. It's one of our national training centers. We send large BCTs there. We can... We can blow things up and nobody ever knows we do. I mean, we get to use everything there in the middle of the day. But I have a garbage bag full of these things. And I'm going from vehicle to vehicle before we go into the box and asking people, would you like to take communion before we jump off? Because... Once you're in the box, it's training, it's going, it's moving, everybody's going 90 miles an hour. And unbeknownst to me, this is uh, late morning, and my uh, convoy wasn't supposed to leave till later on. And so I was going uh, vehicle to vehicle, and, and some to the front, some I'm going to the back, standing up on back of the vehicle, asking people if they'd like to have communion and, and so forth. And, but later on that day, when we're getting ready to leave, the winds kick up. And so I'm walking my vehicle out. I've got my goggles on because the fan's blowing everywhere. And then we get to our spot, and I was in aviation battalion right here off of Fort Hood. We get to our spot, and we start setting up tents. We've had like 70 mile an hour winds that afternoon. We're trying to set up tents, and tents are taking flight, walking along, and we're yelling at guys, let go of the tent. Let go of the tent before you go up with it. And so, thinking back, remember, uh, those were, uh, at the time they weren't fun, but looking back, those are good stories that you, that you go, okay, well, we survived it. Well, the tent there for a minute, but we survived and we had a good time. We learned a lot. Um, and so Paul ends with some people. But 
But he starts with, and I, I can't help but think back upon this year. And I had this answer when Mary called me and took me a while to answer. You know, who is she calling me? Um, I had to go back in my uh, text messages, and once I was looking at the text messages, I oh yeah, I remember. I knew what he wanted and everything else. And, and then my wife, Missy, asked, when did you have some of the hair? It was November of last year. Because it was right before uh, Veterans Day. And, and right before a lot of other things started to happen. And spending time thinking back, because I'm looking forward. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in my last semester of degree that the Army is paying me for, and I'm, I'm thinking back to everything that's happened. And one, uh, honestly, one of the things that keeps me focused back is we didn't have the Masters last night, this past April. So I'm looking forward to the tournament this November, but every so often I pull out my iPad and I have the Masters app on my iPad, and I replay last year's tournament. You know, it's been so long. I've had to get my little bit of golf person. Help, help me out. How do you think about him right now? He, he's good. He's won a lot of tournaments and so forth, but let me take you back a few years. If you had thought of him a few years ago, what kind of thing would you say about him? He's been in trouble and worldly. And so things when we look at that list of people, we see how things have changed and how we how people think about them. And it's not only as an individual, but as a person too. And I was making the comment about the Constitution. This church in this area has a written code. Before we do, again, Paul is sitting in a jail. And he writes and pens these words, and it starts with 2 Timothy 4, verse 1. Then it works, yes. Starting in verse 1, it says, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing as king. The world. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you, be watchful in all things, endure affliction, do the work of the evangelist, fulfill your ministry. 
preach the word, preach the gospel. And sometimes we fail because everybody's looking for that thing. I have the, the honors and plans for me to do campus evangelism. I've been sitting in rooms talking to people and so forth. And you know, let me see this. How much of our communication is on Twitter? Percentage wise, how much? Then we see that scope in season and out of season. Be ready in season and out of season. We can debate what that is. The scope is only talking about the in season and out of season. When it's convenient, when it's not convenient. Be ready. Peter said, be ready to give an answer for the truth that is coming out. It's within you. There's an urgency here to also to the gift. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But that only puts them on their guard. People don't want to hear that there was a definite right and a definite wrong. 
people don't want to hear that there is a lifestyle that is pleasing to God, and that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that is really worth attitude is that be sober and all. Christian life is like being an athlete, the type of athlete that look not only at the exercise that they do, but the things that they eat, the diet that they eat. Well, the Christian is not just about witnessing that I eat that, but you can't witness that I've taken any proper diet, that I'm spending time in the Word, that I'm spending time supposed to do the work of evangelists as he, as he puts it. You know, that, that term evangelist is only used three times in the New Testament. It's only three times in the New Testament. Ephesians 4.11 where it says there are some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors teachers. And then in Acts 21.8 where Philip is called an evangelist. Only three times. Isn't that ironic? is the work of an evangelist? To proclaim the gospel to them. Tell them about a Lord Jesus Christ. There are people that are perfect attenders and completers. And they're just as lost as the person that knows how to say the word. the goal, and I love this, I could probably, I could probably write a good thesis paper on this one, and Paul ends up being a trillionaire. A trillionaire, trillion dollars, right? To get to the end, and be able to write the next section that Paul writes, when he starts in verse 6, he says, for I am already being poured out of the Jewish offering at the time of my departure in Judea. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which, is, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. 
not to me only, but also to those who have read this book. And I want to welcome you some of you right now. Then we get to the passage and the part of the chapter that I want to sit on for a little bit today. Because we end with a list. A list of people that are called God. And some of these, these are the only time we see their name. But we're starting in verse 9. Be diligent to come to me quickly. For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed for Thessalonica. Cretans serve Galatians, Titus for Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with me, for he is useful to me for ministry. And Titus have I sent to Ephesus. Bring the cloak that I left with Titus at Troy until you come, and the book, especially the Testament. Alexander the coppersmith, give me much money. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must be aware of him, for he has greatly resisted our way. But at my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against me. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that the message might be preached fully through me, and that all the Gentiles might hear also. Also I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet Priscilla and Aquila in the house of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed in Corinth, but Trophimus I have left in Marina City. Do your utmost to come before winter. Eubulus greet you as well as Clemens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers. The Lord Jesus Christ be with you still. Grace be to you. Some are harmful, some are helpful to us. And so I want to ask you, where are you? And how are you going to be remembered by Jesus? If your name was listed in the book, where would it be? But let's look. First of all, the harmful friends. We start to see those in... We back up a minute in 2 Timothy 1.15, Philegius and Hermogenes. For this you know that all those in Asia have turned away from me, among them are Philegius and Hermogenes. We know nothing about them. As a lot of these people we know nothing about other than Paul decided to put them in here. But where he put them in tells us some things about 
they were among the people that, that turned away. They were mentioned by name, so it's quite possible they were leaders. We don't know. But Timothy would have known them, and quite possibly other people too. In 2 Timothy 2.17, in the new passage that I have up here, Timothy is looking up there, you're just not going to find them. Second uh, Timothy 2.17, it says this, And their messengers spoke like Timothy, Hymenaeus and Seleucus who were against Philip, who had prayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection was already past, and they overthrow the faith of some. How'd you like to be mentioned like that? Did you not to judge that passage? Tried to mislead others. We have people that will say that. And we forget that it also says in Scripture to test everything and hold fast to that which is good, and that each one of us has to stand up to people like that when they are not teaching what ought to be taught in the church and doing the proper thing in church discipline and going to them and trying to correct them that maybe we can put them on the narrow way, but if not, we need to get rid of them.
all sorts of men do this as the sake of not having loved this present world. He's off on his own. He's got his eyes fixed on the things that he can enjoy while he is in this life, and not fixed upon the prize of what happens in this life. But then we see in verses 14 and 15, how Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his work. You must also be aware of him, for he has greatly resisted our work. That tells me that Paul is doing his job trying to tell Alexander, hey, this is the right way to be doing things. What you're doing isn't right. But he's resisted the word but you need to be aware of him, Timothy, because he has resisted. And I'm sorry, because when I said Timothy, you popped up in your chat room the same day. I just happened to be looking at him again. But we need to make people aware of those that resist our work, too. They're out there. He actively worked against Paul, and Paul said, May the Lord repay him according to his work. He's probably a maker of idols, so Paul knew that such is his livelihood. And he resented Paul because it's his labor. But those are the those are the, the people, but then we have kind of what could be termed as the prize. Verse 4, or sorry, chapter 4, verse 16, it says, At my defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be so today. And it's probably like the story that we've all heard, right? The story of the four people named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. Because I don't think that if they had known to be there, that friends probably would have done that, but they probably thought something along the lines of, hey, I, I'm involved here, and if they'll go ahead and take care of it, somebody else will do it. Well, Jason forgot about the story, and so the important job to be done. Everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought everybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. And it ended up that everybody blamed somebody, but nobody did, but anybody could do it. You know, and in our day and age, we have things in the church that anybody could do, but nobody does. Because everybody thinks that somebody else will do it. Even though anybody could have done it. Helpful friends. 
fun. We did the cable TV and all you know, breakfast and we had free meals and, and everything else and that type of thing. And there were no toilets back then. And so Paul sitting in the garret, not the most sanitary We take that to mean he spent time taking care of all of you. Let me tell you, if you ever spend time where things around you rest, where hours are around each day, you will say not feeling the most pleasant here. Probably sore, blister, things of that nature. It's on the surface would help Paul. Often refreshment took care of me, not ashamed of my past. Because how many of us around our age when somebody is in a place where They're there because of doing something right that we seem to go, okay, well, we'll, we'll go, we'll pray for you, we'll pray for you, but we'll, you know, that's, you're on your own. How many of us do that? I'm not willing to go that extra mile to take care of a brother or sister in Christ. But then we go on to, to Timothy. In Philippians 2, 19-24 says, But I trust in the Lord Jesus and send Timothy to you shortly, that I may also be encouraged when I'm on your sake. And then Paul says this about Timothy in verse 20. It says, For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your sake, for all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ. But you know his proven character that as a son with his father, he served with you in the gospel. Therefore I hope to send him at once as soon as I see how it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself will also come in shortly. What are you saying about Timothy? Hey, he's like a son to me. I have no one else like him that is like me that I know will care for you. And so I'm sending him to you. That's how Timothy is to Paul. That's who Paul is writing to. Letters, first and second Timothy. That's what he's what he's writing to. I want to be known in my church. No one else like him. Paul, Paul said he's a known man. He's the one I trust to send to you. Because I can't come, I'm going to send this guy, and this guy is going to do exactly what I would do. He's the friend who sits closer than the brother. And then verse 9, previous to Galatia, unknown, we, we don't know anything about him except that he would not desert Paul. He was sent there to Galatia by him. So Paul must have thought something of him to mention him. Hey, I'm going to send him over here. Um, Titus, 
Titus for Dalmatia. Titus is well known. You see the personal letter from Paul.
completed church. And, and some of them are like, yeah, you get the church. Okay, so I don't have to go through the explanation of it.
everyone that can be cured will be cured. Hear this now. See how inclusive Bringing in a rejection. A person with a vision.